0: Love, talk Radio. Hello everybody, this is Janice Malone, host of Film Festival Radio Show, and I have a brand new interview that we just conducted, just a few minutes ago actually. I will be speaking to former undefeated lightweight boxing champion of the world, as well as being an Olympic gold medalist in boxing, Andre Ward. So for those of you who are boxing fans, you're more than familiar with the name Andre Ward. He uh, had it all, so to speak, in the world of boxing, and then he decided to walk away from it all, and he has a brand new book, his memoir, titled Killing the Image. So in this book, he shares a lot of uh, his career, his, his personal life. He's a family man, a dad, and he's also a licensed minister. He kind of gives a glimpse as to what was going on in his life uh, at the time as a world champion lightweight boxer. And just a lot. It's a very inspiring book. So again, it's titled Killing the Image with Andre Ward. So let's take a listen to my chat with him right now. So I want to tell everybody that we are about to speak to Andre Ward, uh, the new book. He has his new memoir called Killing the Image. And for sports fans, they are, many already know you, but for non-sports fans who are listening, you are the undefeated, former, I should say, undefeated light heavyweight boxing champion of the world and an Olympic gold medalist, but you have a new book out titled Killing the Image Again. I mean, Andre, you were at the top of your, your boxing game, and you just walked away. Tell us, in, in summary, what happened?
1: Well, I think you know me walking away September 21st 2017 uh was sort of a long time coming um you know being a professional athlete uh and specifically a fighter you know, there's a lot of sacrifices that go into that. You know, you really don't have an off period. Even when I'm done with a fight and I go on vacation with my family and I'm living the home life, my mind is always churning and thinking about, okay, I can't eat this. Okay, man, I just got a call. They're talking about my next fight. There's a lot of emotional and mental and physical sacrifice that goes into it. And I have been doing this sport since I was nine years old. So and I've endured injuries and just you know, just great moments, but then Also, the other side of the game, the physical taxing that it takes on your body, you just get to a point where you want your freedom back. You just want to live a normal life. I don't want to have the burden of another fight um, coming down the pipe. I don't want to have to leave my family again for three months to get ready for a fight. And here's the other thing. I've always been a student of the game, even as a young man, and I would see how fighters would come from nothing, have this arc and then they would crash and burn, and then people would try to push them out of the sport because they stayed around too long. I just didn't want to be another. Those
0: are some very, very valid reasons, Andre. I I, I commend (laughs) you. I totally commend you on that. Uh, You're right that boxing was never the biggest fight of your life. Talk, Talk about that statement.
1: Well, you know, I have a great family, my mother's side and my father's side, but as you know, Every family is not perfect, and you're born into the family that you're born into. And for me, I was born into a family who had alcoholism generationally, you know. A drug addiction was a thing generationally, Um, and even some mental health stuff. And you just get thrust into a situation. Everybody's trying to figure life out, and I mean your parents. And, but yet I'm getting older. I'm recognizing thing that, things now. I'm going through adolescence. My body's changing. My mind's changing. I'm getting older. I got opinions now. And I got away from what I was taught, which is the word of God. My foundation was my relationship with God. And I started to get resentful that mom was messing up. I started to get resentful that dad wasn't there all the time. And I found myself doing the very things that I was resenting, which is abusing alcohol, uh, abusing drugs, you know, running away from the gift or one of the gifts that God had given me, which was boxing. And I really was on my way uh, uh crashing and burning. And I'm grateful for a few good people in my life. You know, God kept tugging on me through the voices of my mother when she got herself clean and sober, uh, my old pastor at that time, and just, you know, Verge himself, my godfather and trainer who, you know, would always be honest with me and say, son, this ain't you. You know, God's got his hand on you. You're not going to enjoy life doing what you're doing. You need to get back on track. So, uh, I'm just grateful for the ones that continue to pursue me, continue to come and get me, but I definitely fell into a pit for many years of my life.
0: I also want to note that you and your beautiful wife, Tiffany, uh, you have five children and you are also, uh, a pastor, licensed minister, youth pastor at your church, the Well Christian Community in Livermore, California. Now, when you decided that you were going to walk away from boxing, did you, know that you wanted to go into ministry immediately, or did that later just kind of come about
1: gradually? Well, I knew the ministry thing was, I was already in ministry. I wasn't a minister while I was active. I was, you know, serving in my church, though, in many capacities. I had gone to churches to preach and different things like that, but, you know, I just didn't do a lot of broadcasting about it, but I always knew that, man, this is really my true calling. Like, the boxing is something I'm doing, and that's gonna be for a season and time. And I'm also a you know, a businessman. I love doing business in the marketplace, but this is really what I'm put on this earth to do. And I think, you know, I have a great pastor, Napoleon Kaufman, uh, who he's real big on timing. Like, hey, God's gonna do it, but just wait for the right time. So when I retired, you know, several years after that, right around twenty twenty, um, uh, is when I me and my wife started to make, you know, go through the process to become ministers and youth pastors at our church. Um and it's just been so fulfilling and it's been uh just such a just such a wonderful process. And I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing on this earth.
0: Final question here. Uh You and former heavyweight champion, boxing champion George Foreman have a lot of similarities. Both of you are Olympic gold medalists and boxing pastors, ministers, a successful businessmen. Have you two ever met or what?
1: Um, me and George have met before. I'm really good friends with his third son. I call him G3, George the Third, and, and me and George form and you know we text from time to time. And I have a lot of admiration from George. And I actually talk about this in my book. Um, in the very first chapter where it talks about a champion is born, you know, watching George Foreman come back off of, I think, a 10-year hiatus and and shock world and become the oldest heavyweight champion when he knocked out Michael Moore. I talk about that scene in the book where me and my father, we had one of those old-school big-screen televisions that sat on the floor and how captivated I was by watching George do what he did and listening to the commentators, and then I started to drift and think, what, could I do this? Could I could I be in an arena like that one day and have people cheering for me? So I give George a lot of credit for the example he's been, but he's responsible for planting that seed in me uh, to become a, the champion that I became.
0: That's wonderful to hear that you and your family, his family are close there. Uh, lastly here, who are some of the names that you like today in, in, in the heavyweight and the lightweight division of boxing?
1: Man, I like I like the young generation, you know. Um, you know, Shakur Stevenson is is probably my favorite fighter. Um, you got Keyshawn Davis, um, you got Jared Anderson, um Jeron Ennis from Philadelphia, um, Tank Davis. I mean the list goes on and on. Ryan Garcia is a great fighter. I get excited watching the young generation because it's almost like I'm living through them. It's like, man, I remember when I was at that stage in my career. Man, I remember when, you know, I was that age and what I used to feel at that point in my career. And I, I love what the young guys are doing, man. I try to always support either directly or indirectly in some fashion or form. They Boxing is in good hands. So the young generation coming up, keeping an eye out on them, all different weight classes, Um, they got a lot to bring to the table.
0: Boxing is in good hands. That's a great comment. I'm sure these young boxers when they hear this are going to be happy to hear their names called by you here. So again, Andre Ward, the book it's called, uh, the title I should say, the title of the book is Killing the Image. Quick website for you, Instagram handle,
1: how can we reach you? Yeah, you can reach me on uh, Twitter at Andre Ward on my, my Instagram, Andre S.O.G. Ward. I'm very heavy on Instagram, a lot of photos, a lot of videos. You click that link in the bio, um and you can pre-order the book. The book is on November 14th. Or you can just go to Amazon where or anywhere where books are sold and get this book. Man, I put my heart and soul into it. Um And I hope not just to inspire but to encourage people to get up and go do something, go overcome something, go face something. And if I can do it, you can do it as well
0: absolutely book well, again thank you so much andre and uh we will follow your instructions and go get that book so have a great rest of the weekend right.
1: appreciate oh, it thank you
0: okay take care bye-bye Thanks.
1: thank you for listening to another edition of film festival radio with your host janice malone Be sure to download this and other episodes at FilmFestivalRadio.com.